tonight, I want to talk about basically what all I talked about. So we'll just get that out of the way. I want to talk about the war inside of you. You ever have those moments? Do you ever kind of feel that there is a war going on inside of your head? Is it anyone else me? You know when sometimes you really feel that you should do something and then you just don't want to do it? You kind of like, um, you know when you have something laid out in front of you, you know you have to do it and you just do not do it. For example, like schoolwork, stuff like that. You know when it's like, I really need to do my schoolwork, but... You know, my mates have just texted me saying, do you fancy coming out? So it's like, you have this battle that goes on inside of you of, do I do the right thing? Do I do the wrong thing? Uh, and it, be, it can sometimes consume you. It can be like, oh, I cannot be bothered to do work today. Uh, I cannot be bothered to be nice to people today. Yeah, anyone ever feel like that? I just cannot be bothered to be nice to people today. Yeah, yeah. I, I, get, that one. I get that one quite often. I'm certainly on the receiving end of that sometimes, I can tell you. I can tell who those people are. But yeah, I kind of think that this battle that goes on inside of us, that it can sometimes feel that we have absolutely no choice in the matter, that you kind of feel that you're locked in a war zone, the, bat of, the battlefield in your mind. Do I do what I know is wrong, or do I do what I know is right? And often the thing that seems the more appealing of the two is to do the thing that's wrong. Sometimes I have done plenty of things in my life that I know are wrong. I know that aren't good, that aren't going to edify me, that aren't going to big me up. But I've still chosen to do them. And, and, and tonight, I, I want to tell you tonight that you have a choice. You have a choice about the decisions that you make in your life, of, of, of whether you, you want to live a mundane, average life, or whether you want to chase for something better whether you want to big yourself up and say that I am no longer going to hang on to these things that have, you know, enslaved me, but I am going to move on. Does that sound all right today? I'm just going to read what this guy called Paul says, and I want to see if this makes sense to anyone else for the battle that goes on in your mind. Okay, here. But I need something more, for I know what is right, but still can't do it. As if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I cannot do it. What he's saying there is I, I can wish it, but I cannot do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. Anyone else ever been there? You know, those New Year's resolutions that never happen. I decide to not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me, and it gets the better of me every single time. Anyone ever feel a little like Paul there? Anyone ever kind of, I'm not the only one. Yeah, me and Paul are not out on our own there. I kind of think that that is a picture so much of the things that go on in my head, so many times I'm so frustrated, like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this, and then I go and do it. And you're like, oh, come on. What, what is life sometimes? But there's this, here's this great thing here. It says here, in, there's a book called the Bible. Anyone ever heard of the Bible? Hello. The Bible, the Bible's a good book. And it says here, but I say, walk by the Spirit, 
And do not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the spirit. And the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For they oppose each other to prevent you doing what you would. What that is basically saying is that, that you, you, can, you can either go with what you feel is best for you to do right there. Or you can do what God says is best for your life. And, and if you're a Christian here today, you will, you will understand this battle. You have the choice to do what is godly, or you have the choice to do what pleases you there and then, which might not necessarily be good in the long term, that might send you down some paths, you, but you have this choice. And sometimes this choice can seem like it isn't a choice, that there's only one way you can go and you feel like you push down this thing and it's so hard. I don't know how to say no to peer pressure. I don't know. My friends just get me to do these things. And, you know, I was just there. And all of this kind of thing starts to, to happen and all these excuses start to make and it becomes this impossible situation. And you know what? If you're a Christian in this room today and you have said, I have been there. I want, you to, I, w- I want you to take heart today and realize that it's okay that every single person on this planet has been there. Okay, everyone has been there. That You know, I think bad things. I say bad things sometimes. I mess up. But you know what? I acknowledge that there is a battle going on inside my mind. That there's a difference because some people just go out and do it and don't think anything of it. But if you have a heart inside of you, if you've got the Spirit of God inside of you, you will realize that there is a battle going on and and you will try your hardest to fight and the two, as it says there, will oppose each other and and fight and try and work out which one's going to happen and which one's not. And what you have to do is reach out and say, God, I'm going to be led by your Spirit. God, I want to be led by your Spirit today. And what you need to know is the Spirit of God conquers the flesh. When, it, when we talk about the flesh, what we actually mean here is, is not just your physical body, but your ego and, and, and everything that kind of tells you what you should do and what you shouldn't do and what, what pleases you there. But it says that the Spirit of God will conquer the flesh, which means here where you think you do not have a choice, the Bible says that you have never been tempted any more than you can handle, which also means that anything that comes your way in life, you can handle and you can defeat. Anything that comes your way in life, no matter if it's hell or high water, whether you feel like your back's pushed against the wall and you've been trapped by all your friends and you kind of just don't know what to do. Anything that has come your way, you can conquer. Believe me that you have a choice. And what I want us to do today is to, to start to realize that, that maybe the way that we have been living our life or, or the way that choices that we have made have made us feel that we're not good enough. Maybe that makes you feel that you're a bad Christian and you mess up and all of this. What I want to do is uplift you today and say that the Spirit of God conquers the flesh, conquers your mistakes. And you know that this whole thing, this this whole thing is about one person and one person only, and that is Jesus. You know, if you are a Christian in this room, it means that you have let Jesus into your life. It means that you have let Jesus into your life. And I, I just want to read this little thing from the Bible here really quick tonight. And I, I'm just going to show you exactly what this means. It says, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Should we hold that there? Jesus was walking on a lake. Anyone think that's kind of just not normal? If you saw someone walking on water, I'd be like, eh. 
It says, when his disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. You would be. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Imagine that. It's like you're in the middle of a storm, and this random person just appears walking on water and going, take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. Take courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And then, and then this guy called Peter. What I love about Peter here is he says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. What I love about Peter, he knows that he's, he's in the middle of the, the storm and he, he's fearful here, but he knows that he is safer in Jesus' arms. So Peter says, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you on the water. And Jesus just says these words, come. He just says these words, come. If you want to know what we do at Elevate, if you want to know anything that I stand for, do you know that you want to know all this thing about Jesus Christ and what he's done and all of this, you know it can be summed up in that exact one word. He says, come. Come if you've got nothing left. Come if you're on your own. Come if you're lonely. Come if you're broken. Come if there's no one else wants you. That Jesus just says this word, come. And if you want to know what any of this that we bang on about at Elevate, and if you want to know what any of this God thing is on about, it can be summed up with that one simple phrase, come. And Jesus says to Peter, come. And what happens is Peter steps out. He steps out and he goes and he, he, he walks on the water. Peter starts to walk on the water and then what happens is, he looks round, realizes he is walking on water, and he starts to sink. He starts to sink. But I love this. It says, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. I think that this story is often used as like, we, we look at Peter and we're like, oh, Peter, you walked on water and then you failed. Do you know, I take so much great encouragement from Peter because, you know, I've lived 25 years on this earth and I have never seen one person walk on water. But yet Peter, who had little faith, <laughs> Peter, who had little faith, stepped out and he walked on water. And what I love about this picture and what I'm trying to get you to say today is that when you come to Jesus, you may fail. When you become a Christian, it might not all become rosy and you might drop back. You might step back into your own ways. But do you know what I love about Jesus is it says he was there to catch Peter and he pulled him back out into safety. And do you know, whatever you are going through in your life, no matter how far you may seem from God, that the gospel of Jesus can be summed up to this, that you were not good enough and you did fail, but he pulled you back out, that he rescued you. And maybe some of you need rescuing in this room tonight. Just going to ask the band to come back to the stage. We'll just play that last one. Maybe for some of you there is this battle going on in your mind. And if you, if you want to know what this whole thing is all about, this battle that goes on in your mind, you can choose to do it your own way or you can choose to live the life that God has for you. You know that one in three people across this whole planet, one in three people across this, this whole universe claim to have had an encounter with a man called Jesus. How weird is that, hey? 
that one in three people around this whole planet claim that one person has changed their life. Can, can you get a hold of that today? That this isn't just something for a, for a small group of young people in Richmond tonight. That across this whole planet, people, one in three, claim that Jesus Christ has saved their life. Get this. You know that Jesus has had more songs written about him than any other subject that has ever been on this planet. That you know there's been more songs written about Jesus Christ than there has been about anything. Oh, you know, there's been more pictures and more sculptures created and, uh, you know, formed by artists about the subject of Jesus Christ. You know that our whole calendar is, is formed around these two things, the birth of Jesus Christ, Christmas. And his resurrection on Easter Sunday, you know, that the, these are vital times in our life. That You know, if you went to the furthest part of this world and you tried hunting for someone, that you would find someone who has encountered Jesus Christ, who has been changed by Jesus Christ. This isn't a myth. This isn't me just being in a dream world tonight, guys. I'm telling you, you have a choice here. You can be led by the Spirit. You can give your life over to God and say, God, I, I am no longer a child of fear, <laughs> a slave to fear. I am a child of God. So guys, what I'm going to ask you to do in this room tonight is if the band are going to play this song and maybe if, if, you, if you're feeling something inside of you and you're thinking, I don't know what that is. I haven't taken any drugs or anything. My heart's just beating a little bit. That You know, Jesus is connecting with you tonight. This is real. You might be thinking, this is freaky. I didn't think that this would ever happen to me. But you know that Jesus is reaching out for you today. He's saying, I will rescue you. I will pull you out of the mess that your life is in. I am giving you a fresh chance today. And if, if anyone wants that today, what... What we're going to ask you to do is that you, you just come just come upstairs. When these guys have finished playing, that Will is going to be up there and Alexa's is going to be there and Emily's going to be there and all is going to be there. And these guys will just lead you through something. Maybe you're a Christian in this room tonight and you're saying, I am so far from God right now. I don't know where I am. Maybe even some of you guys back here. Get yourself up in that room tonight and encounter Jesus. Why don't you just come forward again? We've got a few minutes left and we're going to close this meeting. Why don't you just come and sing this song and really reach out to God?